Hey, do you guys want any podcorn? I'd love some popcorn. No, 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 Pete. Uh, podcorn. It's a marketplace for connecting podcasters to sponsorship opportunities. Wait, uh, Podcorn, isn't that who's sponsoring our show right now? Sure is, Justin. Podcorn has a great, easy-to-use interface that lets you search for advertisers for your podcast and lets advertisers search for you. So is there any popcorn or... Wait, wait, so what's the deal? If I use popcorn, I'm going to have to spend a lot of time learning about advertising and dealing with financials, which is like a money word, and selling my soul to sketchy, horrible companies that make me feel like I want to die? No, no, no. The opposite of that. I was actually shocked, and I mean this sincerely. Thanks for being unsincere every time, every moment before this. Well, it's an ad. Anyway, I took barely any time to set up, uh, and then once I did, it was actually fun to click through and find advertisers that might match well with our podcast. The whole interface is Simple and straightforward, even for someone not financially minded like me. True. And once you do hook up with an advertiser like, say, Podcorn. I'm hungry. Pete, just working with them to craft the right ad is supremely simple, too. You don't have to commit to anything you don't want to do, and you can spend a lot less time looking around for advertisers and more time on making your podcast great. <laughs> yeah. So when do we start making this podcast great? Wow. Wow. <laughs> Anyway, you never give up your rights, and Podcorn is there to help protect you if there are any issues. I really can't recommend it highly enough. And hey, if you want more info, check out the link in our episode description. Once again, that's Podcorn. Podcorn? Podcorn. So is no one else craving popcorn right now? Pete, Pete come, come on. on. Just eat a meal. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Comic Book Club. I'm Alex. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And we're coming to you live from the internet over on Crowdcast, over on YouTube, or on your podcast feeds, wherever you get those fine, fine podcast feeds. Uh, we're excited to have you however we can have you. Right, guys? Cool. Yep. Sure. That's exactly what the way I talk about stuff. <laughs> uh, now, speaking of which, I, I figure we could actually kick off with this. This is something that we did... Oh, back in the live days. You remember those salad days where we used to do the show live? Uh, you know, would... No joke. It's it's crazy to think of us all being together and, and doing this show. We, we did it every week. Mm-hmm. But like truly, it feels like it didn't happen or was we were just doing this. If we ever do get to do it live again, I want to do it like dating game show style where you have screens between us. So it looks like this. So we're still oh. separated. Oh, little stations. partitions. Mm-hmm. I want to, and I, it's going to be hard to bring all my stuff from my basement to the pit every week, but <laughs> I'll do it. Pete does it with his Punisher slippers. That's um, right. I actually, I want to go the opposite way. Once we're back together, I think we need to go extra theatrical and truly bring the energy each week. All right, I think we can up the budget for the stage show dramatically. Yeah. Yeah. Broadway theaters are definitely going to be open, so maybe we can do it in the old Hamilton space. That would be great. We mm-hmm. can have some pyrotechnic details popping off. A, a sandbag will fall and almost hit one of us on purpose because oh, Pete will be trying to kill us as the phantom of the pit. <laughs> if we get the chance to do that, I'll tell you what, I'm not throwing away my shot. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wow, he froze. Great. He just froze yeah. like that. <laughs> just froze for a second. No, that's My the brain. way. Alex always said that was going to be his last word. Those were his last words. Just yeah. like Hamilton, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He said, I'm not going to throw him away by shot. And then he got shot and he was like, irony. What? Yeah, he did say irony last. Now, Alex, um, you seem to be familiar with the musical Hamilton. Which yes. one of us is your Aaron Burr? What do you think? Oh, my God. If anybody is going to get really frustrated and kill me, it's definitely Pete. (laughs) Pete is also your Aaron Burr, though. 
He's wow, man. I wish it would be nice if it was sort of a daisy chain, but I guess you're right. Pete's gonna kill one or both of us. You can't be <laughs> two burrs. You can't burr twice. Shouldn't we be doing something right now? We are doing something. We're talking about the hit musical Hamilton. We're Pete. entertaining, Pete. <laughs> bring the theatricality. Pete, what would you like to bring to the stage? Alex wants dating game partitions. Mm. I want theatricality. What do you want when we return uh, to the stage? Uh, I'm looking forward to punching that in the face and then maybe turning my rage on you guys. Nice. How's that different from now? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, before we get into the actual live part of this taped show, this virtual show, if you will. What happened to your uh, What I was saying earlier was we used to, back in the day, uh, talk about some of the iTunes comments. People are nice enough to leave us comments on iTunes. They rate us, which is awesome. It's very helpful for the podcast. Uh, so we li- like to read them off, whether they're good or constructive. I would say, right? So <laughs> yeah, those are the two speeds of the internet, good mm-hmm. or constructive. <laughs> yeah. Hey, real quick, I wanted to leave you 30 absolutely hateful, constructive comments. Ah, that's great. <laughs> so the Ew. first one, this is from D. Richardson 920 says, best comic book podcast, period. Every podcast you three do is great. From the interviews to the stack, you all do an amazing job. Thank you for the hours of entertainment. Keep up the great work. Oh, ah, you wow. love to hear it. That's awesome. Throw that, yeah. Keep it coming. Hey, yeah. Jason. <laughs> Thanks for the random, Jason. Pete, appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, well, second, here. Yes, uh, two of our guests are here. We'll get to them in a moment and bring them into the feed okay. uh, instead of this uh, very well rehearsed, clearly not at all improvised opening bit. Uh, the other one, Hatbox Haint, says the Uh-oh. the title is pretty good, but a lot of cursing. And the comment is like your show a lot, but hate the tons of f bombs for no reason. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of our deal, though. Unfortunately. Yeah, we get money every time we say fuck. Yeah. No, it's uh you guys don't get money every time you say fuck. Who pays? You get them? money every I time. I just you got two dollars right here at the top of the show. Uh, let me ask you, where a I dollar like, a I, fuck? I like wow. Yeah. Good Ooh, I I get one every time you say it. <laughs> I'm up to three now. Um I got uh, what it says just say it swearing without meaning behind it. So as long mm-hmm. as every time we swear it's meaningful, that's fine. Yeah. No, I mean, what do you guys it. think about that? What do you it's, think about cursing? Let's Pete, not you're, throw you're away big, our fucks. <laughs> you're a big cursor, right, Pete? Yeah, I, I swear <laughs> a lot. And it's one of those things where it's kind of how I was grown up. It's uh, how I talk, unfortunately. I get yelled at a lot when uh, parents are around and their kids are around. And I uh, have a problem stopping the swearing. And that's the kind of thing... I like about the show is it's a natural conversation. In a natural conversation, sometimes people swear. And unfortunately, sometimes we can't always have content for kids. And I appreciate people wanting to put us places or listen to us places where there can be a lot of different kinds of ears around. I definitely appreciate that. But then it's tough because then I we can't really talk how we normally talk. And then once you kind of then now I'm in my head about it and it gets weird. So for me, if I got to be able to swear so I can feel free to be myself, which is, uh, you know, whatever my two cents for whatever that matters. Uh, your two swears. Well, I was walking into my daughter's Montessori school and they were playing our podcast at full volume. So that's, that's their mistake. A uh, bunch of kids yelling, no, Papa Pete, why? <laughs> Papa Pete. My, my Montessori, it was a Montessori school. Smart. And it was, 
I teach well, a couple classes in Montessori. <laughs> Uh, I'll tell you what, we have a two great effing guests for you tonight, so yeah, I'm going to invite nice. them on into the stream here and see what they have to say. One of them, uh, one of our favorite guys to have here, we haven't had him since we've been doing this virtually, Jason Torres is a producer, a writer, and friend Woo-hoo! of the show. Another yeah. new to the show, but a long loved in our hearts, Kaya Quinn <laughs> wow. is a producer, writer, and host from Now This Nerd, among many other things. Uh, so any second here. They're going to pop on into the stream, and we're going to chat with him. Here's Kaya. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you guys? Good. Thanks for coming on the show. How are you doing? I'm doing good. And there's Jason. Hello. Hi, Jason. Hey. Good to see you. Yeah, good to see you. It's been a long time, Jason. Hey, can you hear me okay? Yeah, we can. Yep. Yep. Can you hear us okay? This is how he starts every time he comes (laughs) to the show. He's like, can you hear me? He does this on the live show, too. He does it on the live show. He's fun. He's yeah. fun. I know. I'm sorry. Then <laughs> <laughs> he apologized. You, is someone like good? Yeah, it has. Yeah. It seems like if you get too loud, someone's going to yell at you. Are you in a library or something, Jason? You all right? Yeah, I'm good. I'm safe. Okay. I'm in a safe place. All right. Good. 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 <laughs> just, glad to hear. just to be sure, how many times am I supposed to blink if I'm not? Uh, yeah. We can't see it anyway because your monitor is reflected in your glasses, so it's yeah. too late. No one would ever know. Oh, no. <laughs> you could be blinking away and we couldn't be able to. Ooh, a little lighting change. Okay. Oh, I'm bringing out the the good tech for us. A lot of stuff going on. Uh, While Jason's figuring out whatever's going on with him, uh, Kaya, let's turn to you. Uh, Welcome to the show. Excited to have you here. Uh, You did videos for Now This Nerd for a while. Uh, I watched a bunch of them. They're super fun. Uh, What was was involved in that? What was involved in putting together that project? Oh, that was one of my favorite parts of my career, I'd say, because it was literally just they asked a bunch of us on the team, hey, we want to start like a nerd YouTube channel who who likes nerd stuff. And me very quickly was just like, hi. So I I like like my one of my first pitches was um, Yellow Spandex, which was the costume show, because I'm just obsessed with costumes and especially Batman's costume, specifically in the animated series. I can go on about Mm -hmm. it. But um, yeah, Yeah, like it's just very cool. Uh, the animated series is just a work of art. Nothing has been done yeah. quite the same. Yes, and, I completely agreed. Um, but yeah, so it was really cool. So we would pitch ideas and we would just, um, the collective whole team, it was me, Andrew, Dev, Calibro was, um, sorry, was um, on the team at one point, Moose, our writer. And we would all just Moose. get together. Moose is great. You'll see him in some of, you'll hear him either in like VO or he started hosting later on. Um, And we would just get together, pitch ideas, write out scripts. Moose would write out scripts. And then me and Moose kind of, he like I like improving and doing a bunch of jokes. And they started realizing I would, I guess, react in a funny way to things when I found out surprising information. Mm. So Mm. we started working (laughs) that into things a lot. Like I I I haven't played the the video games where the Joker turns into this like really weird punk monster injustice and it's just mm-hmm. I oh, yeah. they they showed it to me live and it was really just scarring so it was fun to get on camera though but yeah it was a great project <laughs> we literally just would talk about nerd stuff in movies all day and then talk about it on camera so it's also cool to come back and do it again because I see you guys do it so I was very excited oh yeah, to oh, yeah. Do it again. Uh, well that is awesome I do want to get back to Batman and the animated series what is it about that in particular that struck you so hard um one thing um well my favorite comic book character in all history if it's hasn't is if it's not clear it's harley quinn and harley quinn was created in that show which like no like 
I, I mean, I feel like a lot of people should know now, but if they don't, since Margot Robbie like blow, blew her up, but it was really cool watching that show and seeing things like Harley Quinn and The Creeper. And I think um, Neil Patrick, no, I'm thinking of, um, a 70s version sorry but just seeing like the <laughs> art slides and the title cards like how they would specifically customize it the, it was it was a lot of work went into that and even like the specific cape designs and mark hamill's joker is just iconic Ooh. so there's just so much influence that comes from that specific i feel like series and the respect to the comics that i feel like hasn't been done again and and, it, and it at is, least, yeah it is crazy to think that that show did have such an impact like just a regular, I mean, regular cartoon. And then Harley Quinn comes out of that. Like that never happens. And then I remember being a kid and being a Star Wars fan and then watching the animated series and being like, that's the same guy? Like, what? what is he? <laughs> He's a genius. How could he do all this stuff? Yeah. Mark Hamill's like an icon. I don't know how he does everything he does. He'll just be forever. Like, if there's a pop culture Hall of Fame, he's in it. I know it. Yeah. It's like if someone was like, hey, um, I ran into your mom. She's Wonder Woman. I'd be like, what? My mom's <laughs> Wonder Woman. Mark Hamill's the Joker too. Yeah, just really mind blowing. It is. Uh, Jason, uh, Kai, we'll come back in a second. But Jason, over to you. Since we haven't talked in a year, how's how's your year been? <laughs> it's been pretty cool. Yeah, it's been it's it's been weird. You know, it's been ups and downs. But you know, you know how I am. Well, so, <laughs> so what have you been? One thing that we've been doing, we have uh, a Patreon podcast, Week in Geek, and what we've been doing the entire time is talking about what we've been binging because everybody's been binging stuff. Everybody's been watching way too much TV. Uh, what have you been checking out? What have you been specifically geeking out about over the course of this pandemic? If anything. Well, you know what's weird? As you guys know, I'm a dad, right? I've mentioned that before. Oh, yeah. So, so, um, it's uh um the thing that I that I've binged recently was um I, I binged Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul because it was, oh, wow. it was with my kid, you know? So like aside from that, I haven't really binged a lot of shit, but I have been watching like WandaVision and uh you know, all the all the all the things. WandaVision was awesome. I, I was fully into that. But can I jump back to the Batman real quick? Oh please! I feel like yeah. you're brushing past the fact that you watch Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul with your child, but yeah, you're well, sure. three, I'm, three I'm, year old, right? I'm, yeah, I'm older than I look. No, she's she's 18, but but the um, okay. she was on the show once or in the audience. Any anyway, yeah. um, what was I going to say? Oh, I rem I remember seeing well when I found out that Mark Hamill was the Joker, I said, "Oh, that makes sense because he was the trickster on the Flash show." So yeah, it was almost like he was workshopping that. Like it's almost like he got that gig because he was the, the trickster, and um, I mean it, it further speaks to like his genius. Obviously, he's the shit, and um, it's just kind of weird that he played two of the same types of characters. And now I think a lot of people kind of view him as like the. Some people argue he's the best Joker, even alongside oh, yeah. the ones on film. Like his voice work on that is like so awesome. Better than Jared Leto. I I've watched the Snyder <laughs> Cut and I've seen that last scene and it's just mm, yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch that like starting tonight for one hour a day. I'm gonna I'm gonna binge that movie like it's <laughs> wow. a TV show. So Friday I'll tell you all about Snyder Cut. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I watched about 22 minutes of it and fell asleep on two separate occasions. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to be Some Something about that uh, 22 just puts you right out. I'm like, that's a TV show. Good night. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty much. 
Yeah. Uh, Kai, what about you? What have you been geeking out about or really binging or checking out over the course of the past year or so? Um, it's, it's really a lot of WandaVision and anime. Anime is a lot of my safe place for the last year. So I recently oh, yeah. got into like Attack on Titan. I watched... I'm finishing Attack on Titan now. It's really stressful. Um, <laughs> I, I <guess> it. <laughs> it's, but it's a be- it's a great show. Everyone should actually watch it. It actually is like I like it's, I don't even know how to talk about it. Also, I'm sorry if anyone hears a kitten crying in the background. Oh, uh, thank you for that saying was, that. I thought so it was sorry. like a, I thought it was like a seal or something. Thank I thought my chest coming. was wheezing. My mom's cat for some reason is upset, and I have no idea why. But um, I think because Attack on Titan is stressful for the animals. Uh, uh, yes, I also would agree with that. For her, actually, it very is very stressful for the animal kingdom. Um, but outside, Jason of the works anim- a lot with dogs. He has a, a couple dog shows in development, so I think he knows about working with pets. As I do, well. <laughs> I do, I do. I'm, I'm gonna. I'll send a pilot. Uh, the link to the pilot in the chat. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Oh, look, he's typing on his keyboard. It must be happening. Um, Real quick on on Attack on Titan, uh, we don't talk about anime much on our show. Um, And I think we just – what's the draw us in? Is that a great starting point for someone who's never – or is it too stressful? You've never – I mean, I've watched some, but I've never like. Just to take like, a quick step anime. back. What is anime? Wow, Dude, yeah, that's like an, with... it's short for anime shun, right? Um, oh, okay. You should you should start. They should call with... it shun. Neo Yokio on Netflix. That's like an easy <laughs> yeah. kind of like it's a fun. Gives you a little taste of it. Can get weird and people are into yeah. robots. Well, uh, but seriously, actually, like Justin is saying on Attack on Titan, that's something that feels like particularly right now, it's hit this crazy snowball period where it's almost breaking through into the mainstream. What is it about that show that's really working for people? I'm sorry about your cat. <laughs> I, I have my, my mom is coming to get the cat. Um, okay, but okay. <laughs> Now my cat's getting weirded out by the sound of your cat. So yeah. I right really now. hope this doesn't freak out my seal, which is just awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, if you guys can give me one second, I want to. I want to make sure she. Yeah. I feel like she can't escape, and that's the issue. No like, problem. Like, we'll just ask me. Jason yeah. about it. Yes, ask. Titan. Ask. Yes, specifically Jason him. Has, like, <laughs> well, I have a lot of parrots in my basement. They're trying to mimic the cat. They're flying around, so it's crazy down here. It's creating chaos. Uh, <laughs> that was awesome. It's a cat emergency. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. Uh, this is apropos of absolutely nothing, but when you said WandaVision, I thought you said long division and I got so confused. Well, we are homeschooling. So yeah, yeah. me as well. Oh boy. How's that? I love the beginning of long division, but I thought at the end it sort of tapered off. (laughs) (laughs) It just kind of became math, you know, like that last episode. What's this remainder? Uh, I don't really (laughs) love this, you know? That's that's deep. And why didn't they arrest the number five? Seven, eight, nine. Uh, I was gonna come say on. that. I was gonna the dad that. jokes, you guys. Yeah, you got three dads on the show. What's happening? Uh, Kai, you seem to be back, and your cat seems to be yes, gone. So, the cat situation has uh, been. Talk to us about Attack on Titan. So I think Attack on Titan is a great show. It's not one I think I would recommend immediately off the jump, but definitely a second show. It is the second mm. anime I've introduced to my mother, who's also watching it. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, we're bonding over it. Oh, um, but... that's adorable. <laughs> But it's it is a it's a good show, I think, because it's very like you watch it, you think you're just getting into, you know, a normal concept. People are getting eaten by, you know, giant 
humanoid creatures. You think it's just fun times, cool. But it's actually very like high con conceptual, like thinking about out, like in terms of perspectives and a bunch of like a bunch of other things that I I can't even I'm I can't I'm not clear to talk about. But mm. it's it's it is very like Game of Thrones is the only other comparison I can make it. Like it really does really? have a lot of like plot twists and it's great storytelling. Um, if you can get past again, like I had to take a break after the first episode again with the cannibalism. I love horror, but for some reason, when anime does it, it's just too good. <laughs> I'll say creepier. Yeah. So I, I have a question for you because I did. I read the first couple of volumes of the Attack on Titan manga, and then checked out the anime, and I remember not love. This is years ago, so I could be. You know, I didn't go any farther, but I did love it. Have you checked out the manga as well? Have you compared them? I haven't checked out okay. the manga for Attack on Titan. I only checked out the anime kind of begrudgingly because everyone <laughs> kept telling me how good it was. Yeah. And I was like, there's no way the show about giant titans is amazing, but it is so good that I do want to, when the anime finishes, I'm going to, I'm probably going to go back and read the manga. Um, it, it is, it's very good. And it's, it, I think it's also done by the creator of Death Note. If I remember mm -hmm. the Hulu credits correctly and Death Note is an incredible story as well with a very simple premise. So that's one we did read. Uh, love Death Note. Death yeah. Note is. Uh, we actually got a couple of, we got a question, I think, Jason, for you over on YouTube. Scott Carpenter says, what's your favorite Better Call Saul or Breaking Bad? Ooh. Oh my, that's tough. That's, that's like too tough. But um, yeah, I don't know. Give, tell him I'll have his answer later in the show. We call that <laughs> Look at this guy. He's always producing. He doesn't he's just a guest and he's over here trying to get a tease in. Uh, uh, yeah, later in the show. Uh, <laughs> do you guys have an answer while we're waiting for Jason's answer? Uh, right, so I, no, you know what? I'd like to tease mine for after for even later in the show after oh, Jason's. Wow. Uh, coming up I, my I, favorite I, better call Saul episode. <laughs> and later my favorite Breaking Bad episode. All that and more. <laughs> Join us after the break. <laughs> we have very few commercials on this podcast. Coming up. Uh, uh, I, I, do, I will say one of one of my favorite Breaking Bad episodes, uh, tease aside, is the um, the one where they rob the train. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. That's, get, a uh, that's a crazy one, yeah. yeah. Love that one. With Todd. You got the methylamine. The, yeah. The, yeah, the methylamine. I'll tell you what. I know a lot of people don't like it. I liked Fly. Fly is a really good Nobody episode. Likes that. Yeah, I, I mean, it's a good like just to put it on and watch it. I like it as a it, it just fits. It annoys the hell mm -hmm. out of me, and it works. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. <laughs> another shout out. So we were watching it, and the episode comes on, and we've been watching them. And when Fly came on, I was like, I'm gonna go do something else. I'm like, you keep watching. When this episode is done, I'm gonna uh, I'll come back and we'll watch the next one because I knew it was a boring episode and um she's in she's in college now she's in art school so she's studying shit about like film oh, and it's, yeah, it's really yeah. cool like we had to watch um god what is that wes anderson movie uh um the hotel we had to, we had to watch that for her like design and like color theory class so it's kind of cool we get to like geek out on another level so anyway we're watching that episode and um or she's watching it and i leave and come back i was like what do you think She's like, oh, that was cool. That was the bottle episode. Like, she's flexing like a... Ooh. I was like, oh, look at you with the bottle episode. And I said, for you at home, 
a bottle episode. Is <laughs> are you episode. doing another podcast right now? Who are you talking? That was like a masterclass. Uh, <laughs> we call this a soft backdoor pilot. <laughs> you're, you're you're known you're known on this podcast for doing another podcast at the same time. <laughs> you accepted a. You got to do what you got to do, man. I got to I got to I got to squeeze all the juice out of this uh, my appearances. You know. <laughs> Anyway, we did. It, it was super impressive. My my heart was warm and, and full. And that's that's where I'm at now in my life. I, I get to nerd out with my kid who says like technical filmmaking and TV making references, like bottle episode. And so I yeah, I, I, I say that to say when you first said fly, I I was gonna say nobody says that they love that episode. Oh, but wait, real quick, here's the real button on it. So I was so excited and like, wow, she's learning this in school, blah, blah, blah. I said, where'd you hear that term bottle episode? She heard it from Abed on an episode of Community. Yeah. Like, that's the real learn it at school, what a ripoff. <laughs> Trump um, Abed in the morning. We did get a, we did get a question um, wondering when we we're going to get the next season of the Terrible Podcast. Oh, that'll be the next time I'm on the show and I can be like a little more prepared. Mm. <laughs> You're already doing one podcast. You can just go into another if you really want to. Uh, There's a dog too. There's I have a, I have a zoo. I have a zoo. I'm so sorry. <laughs> wait, wait. How many animals you got over there? We're gonna hear a just two. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, crazy ten minutes roar. later. Another another good comment here, just with the anime discussion. Oh, actually, here let's answer this one first. Agitato says, "Wait, WTF is a bottle episode." Jason, do you want to take that one since you kind of started to get at it anyway? All right. So basically, um, when a series is made, a season of a show is made, you have X amount of money, and the quote unquote bottle episode is usually the episode where the entire uh, show takes place in one set to save money it's like a minimalist episode all your favorite shows have one um if you if you look back probably any show that you like has the equivalent of a bottle episode which is like super stripped down no special effects no car chases it's sort of usually positioned as like a very like pensive and thoughtful episode where there's like a lot of talking and character development and that's just because like they're they're saving money in the budget to not have another like full blown out episode so in this case in Breaking Bad, the fly episode where Walt was sort of deteriorating be because he was losing his shit over a, con a, a fly potentially contaminating the space. It did a lot for the story, but man, I personally, I don't know if it really, really did. I feel like you can still skip that episode, but at the same time, there is some development to show that like he's becoming unraveled. But if, if they would have kept that going, if he would have became more and more unraveled, it'd make more sense. He did get more and more greedy and more and more reckless. Like he did mutate, but not in the obsessive compulsive way. There were hints at it later on uh, with little things that he did, but I didn't think it was, um, I don't think the payoff was there. If something else would have happened. I could have justified that episode, but it's definitely the other thing. I that, skip. The, the other thing about bottle episodes is one character has to finish a two liter bottle of uh, Mountain Dew Code Red in the episode. So mm -hmm. you look, you can always yeah. see it. You Any look. other type of Mountain Dew, and it just it no. doesn't work. Then it's exactly. not a bottle episode. Exactly. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm just I'm a total sucker for them. Like particularly if it is something that feels like you're on a Breaking Bad where you don't necessarily expect a bottle episode, that it's not a sitcom where they're like, oops, we're locked in our apartment for an episode and now we need to reminisce about things that happened previously. <laughs> exactly. That's annoying versus something where you're really drilling into something like that with Fly or like, 
we've talked about this on the show before. What have this is a very far field for what we're talking about, but the episode of Daredevil mm-hmm. with the Punisher where he's on the roof and he's uh, chained up to the chimney, all of that stuff is awesome. And I distinctly remember watching that and being like, holy shit, are they going to do this for the entire episode? That would be amazing. Make it half an hour long, just this conversation between these two guys. So cool. But then they did all this stuff where they go off with Foggy and they go off with the other characters. They cut away because it's a regular episode of Daredevil. And that's Foggy! Yeah, <laughs> that's not yeah everyone's dying for that Foggy cutaway. So what what I, I always appreciate it when it's like an episode like that that really goes for it and drills in it and does feel economical, which in my mind fly did but i know i know a lot of people disagree there's that yeah. famous um lost bottle episode where they were like locks like this is a fucking bottle episode everybody <laughs> watch out get the polar bear in here like and i just mean talk technically about it. justin spoilers for lost but it turns out the whole island is a bottle that they got to keep the cap on otherwise the energy is going to come out oh justin. nice i love it when you drop the real knowledge about lost <laughs> Well, that's all the time we have for Bottle Cap. <laughs> so we recap Bottle episodes. I'm your host, Jason. I want to say thank I you. To, I want to say thank you to Alex, Justin, and Pete. And um, we're going to toss back now live to Comic Book Club, which is already in progress. All right. Coming up later in the show, our picks for favorite episodes of Better Call Saul. <laughs> Still ahead. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we're we're at a late '90s VH1 show now, so <laughs> a lot of teases. Uh, tell you what, since you guys are here and we're already going into this anyway, you want to hang out for our audience question section? Sound good to you? Whoa! Yeah, yeah, let's just let's just do it. That's why Carson would invite the comics to the couch. That's, yeah, that's a big deal. That's a big, big deal. deal. It's a really big deal that was not... the, who was that who, who was i just doing i'm not 100 sure. you all can always tell the best impressionists when they finish an impression to go who was that who did i just do somebody help me help me yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, is it, he slipped he slipped in and out of it he doesn't even know yeah. what happened yeah, yeah. Uh, all right here we go we're gonna go right into our audience questions <laughs> Woo! And by the way the audience I, think question. That, I think that was ed sullivan Oh, it was Ed Sullivan. Thank you very much. (laughs) I thought it was Johnny Carson for a second, but it wasn't. (laughs) So for audience questions, there's two ways of doing this. You all on YouTube are already doing it. Leave your questions right in the comments. I'll keep an eye on that. If you're over on Crowncast, see a bunch of you have already dropped stuff and ask a question. So we'll go over to those. Let's start with one of those and take a look here. Um, ooh, okay. Oh, boy. Uh, this is from Ben the Border Collie right here. This week I did some professional networking through the Patreon Slack. Hey, Jonathan Jong. I was wondering if all of you ever had similar experiences. Related, Alex, why won't you accept my LinkedIn request? <laughs> uh, so for Kai and Jason, this is a reference to a live show where a woman actually came by the live show and asked me why I hadn't accepted her LinkedIn request. Uh, because she was applying for a job, it was very awkward. Did she wait until audience questions too? He sure did. Like, sure he definitely did. was not a comic book fan. And she put uh, up Edward with a wants lot to know, of... Did she get the job? And yes, as my wife. Oh, I got <laughs> weird. Yeah. And let me say that's a difficult job with great benefits, uh, but uh, <laughs> the hours are horrible. <laughs> the hours are awful. <laughs> Uh, but have you, I guess the question is, have you ever done any professional networking through a Patreon Slack or something like that? I've networked a lot with Pete LePage on our Patreon. <laughs> How's that <laughs> going for you? Not great. Yeah. I have not made any forward progress in my career at all. So it hasn't gone well. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, networking in general is uh, su- it sucks across the board. Um, it's interesting now. It's such a different thing because no one's seeing each other. In, in the past, it's like going and schmoozing. Mm-hmm. Do you have though? In the before times, do you have a weird way that you've networked with people or an off-kilter way that you've networked with people? Mm-hmm. I remember back in the day when people used to send letters and actually like call people. That used to be my weird thing. And then I had to slowly realize that we were in the technology age and no one was actually checking mailboxes. And I couldn't. that's why I couldn't find addresses anymore to mail to people. So um, did that. Also haven't found success on Patreon or Slack, so that could also explain a lot for my career. But yeah, um, I think the best way I've tried networking is really just saying hi to people on LinkedIn and hoping for the best. Oh, wow. I Back in the day, I used to uh, say my nights out or drinking were all networking events. You know what <laughs> I mean? It was all a, a part of that. So Multitasking. Yeah, yeah. Try to write off bar tabs and stuff like that. Never worked. I mean, there is some truth to that in the comedy world. You got to go out. Uh, you got to meet the people. So I think that counts. We did a lot of networking after our shows. Uh, I have a pretty weird one that actually ties into our show. I feel like I have to have told this one on the show at some point, but I don't know if it's been for a while. So I was in the hospital. Uh, my daughter Whoa. had just been born. I oh, was, I think, the this, next yeah. day. And I was standing at the window looking in the nursery, and there was this one other guy there also standing looking in the nursery. Uh, and he was like, hey, which one is yours? And, you know, we did that. And we're like, oh, that's my daughter. And he's like, oh, that's my son. Uh, and he was like, hey, are you Alex from Comic Book Club? And I said, yes. And it turned out he knew us from the show because we were doing it online. And he said, hey, I'm actually hiring people to uh, do some writing. I don't know if you're looking for any freelance work or anything. And I was like, actually, yeah, I am right now. And I got a job off of that. So there you go. What? You never told me to get a job? (laughs) That's why her name is Penny. Because she got paid. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was uh, UGO, that old site that shut down. Wait, what do you mean? You had a baby to get a job. You mean my wife that I met on LinkedIn, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she does. We also set that up on LinkedIn. But wait, tell the full story. Isn't it, though, that he was like, hey, aren't you Pete from Comic Book Club? I have a job for Pete. (laughs) Yes. And you were like, yes, I I am. Yep, no problem. Give me all the money. (laughs) Uh, Nobody would confuse you for me. Probably Uh, not. Wow. That's a weird compliment slash insult to both of you. Yeah. Uh, Jay- from from YouTube. Wait, Jason. Jason, what networking yeah. networking have you done? Oh, you you were you were a part of like the wildest networking experience I ever did. Which Whoa. Was, I did a I did a whole like monthly stand up comedy show, like uh, me and uh, my my guy Chris DeLuca. We we yeah. got, we got laid off roughly at the around the same time, or he might have still been at the job. We were working at like HLN, I think. Justin, were you still there or you were gone? I, I think I, I left first, but we all ended up leaving anyway. So we, yeah, we, we, all, we, we did all this like, stand-up <laughs> stand comedy show. Just like, I don't know if it was overtly to like meet people and network, but the thought was like, we'll at least stay active and be kind of like in the mix. And it, it did net out... Um, it netted out in a job for me because this guy who Justin also knows named Richie Duncan was like, Hey man, you're, you're good. Like you're, you're, you know, whatever. I I was awful, but, but (laughs) he he was like, um, 
you should you should come write uh, for our Twitter. And that, that was like a true TV. And that's how I met him. He hooked me up with an interview. And then um, I, I ended up writing, uh, like um, being like a social media manager for True TV because of it. And the, and the show ran for like a year. It was yeah. it was it was a weird scene, but it was a lot of fun, and it it kept us all from going crazy. But to you kids out there, make your make your own event. Yeah, it's that's true. How you, Rich, that's how you Rich do Duncan. It. Rich Duncan coincidentally got me one of my first jobs in comedy years and years ago. I was a, he hired me as a writer for Jest magazine which oh, used to be yeah. around in new york city and that's how i got uh published in mad magazine a couple times was through knowing rich and got to meet all those got to go to the uh some event mad event at the house of illustrators right right when i moved to new york it was a crazy all because you write, what did you write the foldens or something like that yeah i wrote um i was the one that was like maybe it should be fold in the middle uh, that was like oh uh, yeah so, i got to write something in jest too that was fun look at us we i might think have been i also me. wrote something in jest Wow! Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I did too. Yeah. One other, one other story about yeah. when Jason and I used to work together. We used to work together um, at CNN's uh, much worse network, HLN. They tried to do a, a social media comedy focused show. It was crazy. Um, but at one point, they brought in this outside producer, and they were like, "Hey, we need help doing promos." And so Jason and I got tasked with legitimately doing all the promos for the HLN network. And we had no idea what the fuck we were doing. They'd be like, you need to get these to air. And we were like, what do you mean? You need to traffic them to the programming. Get them on the air. And we were like, what is what is this? Yeah, we're like, writers. You even work here? Like, Barely writers. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was insane. That's wild. Uh, we got a question here over on YouTube in the comments from Nelson Martinez. For Kaya, who are your top three fave characters from Attack on Titan? I love the show, too. Oh, man. Mm. I, I said this to another Attack on Titan fan, and I was judged, so now I'm nervous. Oh. Uh, well, I stand by it. I'm, I'm, I'm notoriously, I just have bad taste in everything, apparently. All my characters are always the worst characters, my favorite characters, anyway. Um, my favorite top three is I don't care. It's Levi, who is really the only way to describe him is, I guess, the Batman of the show. He is described as the most dangerous human. Um, oh, man. This is actually very stressful. Um, Hanji, who... <laughs> <laughs> these names. Um, Hanji is just really cool. Um, they're a scientist and, like, just... Poor Hanji. Um, and then, lastly... I, I don't want to say, I want to say Mikasa, but I feel like I'm going to get judged for saying Mikasa. I can't help it. Mikasa is just cool. Mikasa is just like <laughs> the, I don't know how to describe her. Like if Catwoman and Batwoman came together into a fighter and could do mm. acrobatics, it's just, it's great. So I see someone in the comments said that was the right answer. So I'm going to go with them as the expert. Nice. Um, yes. Mikasa is awesome. <laughs> and we do it in YouTube. Somebody says Levi squad. So there you go. Feel, yes. okay, feel good about your opinions. People are backing Thank your you. play. I feel validated. <laughs> good. Yeah. Good. Uh, this one is over on Crowdcast from Nick Grayson. More of an improv question, but since you guys come up with so much content jokes with all your shows, are there any random bits that over the years have stuck with you, especially ones that don't necessarily come up a lot? And I know this is well, specifically that's a about problem. comic book. Well, this is specifically about comic book club, but Kaya, Jason, same for you. If there's any bits that you've particularly liked over the years that have kind of stuck with you and recurred from different shows that you've done. Uh, but Pete, go ahead. What were you going to 
Well, yeah, I was just going to say that's the, that's the problem is we beat bits to death a lot of the time. Um, and then there's stuff that we don't do on air that I like to do just before we go on air, just to kind of rile you guys up a little bit. You know what I mean? Question, what? make you question yeah. our relationship, whether or not like <laughs> yeah. I really, you know, that that's the kind of worry exactly where I like you just before we walk on in the stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pete's, right before we go out, he'll be like, Pete's not my real name. I've been running for the law for 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> Never got to the bottom of that. Uh, two that come to mind from our show. One, Justin, just to pump you up a little bit. Your joke when, I don't even remember what character it is because I know nothing about this. This gets back to, I guess, anime. But Pete's saying something about Dragon Ball Z. And then Justin, you said that's pretty Dragon Ballsy of you. No, 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 no. I say no, I that's did wrong? ballsy. That's ballsy. Dragon, Dragon Ballsy. Ball oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good bit. Good bit. Uh, and the other one that I think about all the time was not even us. And I'm sorry to do this because it's kind of lumping on you, Pete. But we had Chris Hastings on the show right after Luke Perry rather suddenly passed away. I think it was that week. Uh, and as you were wont to do, you dedicated the trivia to, to Luke Perry. Right. And in the background of the show, Chris Hastings basically whispered, oh, he would have loved that. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. Uh, I think about that the, all the time. The bit that um, I like that we've talked, it's more of a story really, is when we were at, I think, San Diego Comic-Con, Alex and I, and he... Um, we were at someone's table and there was a uh, a like, oh, this book over here, it's um, it's like a pornographic comic. And Alex is like, that's the one I want. And the, the, <laughs> the artist was like, are you sure? And he went. <laughs> he had the most dead eyes. I was very tired at that point. We had been uh-huh, at Comic-Con yes. for like four days. Yes. Uh, so you could so- have gotten 20 hours of sleep. You would have done the same thing. I- <laughs> uh, Eduardo says there used to be somebody in the crowd in the live shows that Alex used to pretend to hate. I remember liking that bit. Was that, wait, who was that? That you hated? Yeah, that I hated. Boothman? No, it was, um, oh my gosh. Uh, I'll remember. Uh, Rolando. It was Rolando. That was so- the bit. Wasn't it? I don't think yes, so. it was actually. And yes, and boy, then... we all know how that ended. <laughs> not, <laughs> not well. It's not, come on, uh, Kaya. For you, any bits that come to mind that you particularly liked over life the years? Bits. Yeah, life um, bits. I keep like in some of the videos that I used to do. I used to do a reoccurring joke about how much I hate Superman. So. I was very happy to do the How to Kill Superman video. I, it was an honor, quite frankly. Um, but it was, <laughs> so it's just a reoccurring thing because it, it just irks me because me like I just get into fights with people about like you need to defend your... I mean, I feel weird considering I was scared of being judged for my attack on Titan characters, but I'm here saying like you need to defend the case for why you like Superman. So, you know, I, I obviously am a hypocrite a little bit, but I just need someone to defend it because outside of Injustice, I really do like when he turned into a villain. Otherwise I, mm-hmm. I, yeah. Otherwise I just, I just, I, I play into it. I, you know, I'm sure there's a reason to like Superman. I just haven't found one yet. So. Um, yeah, that's, uh, the, there's a guy, this writer who's writing Superman right now is very good. And mm-hmm. if you wanted to jump back into the comic, maybe that would bring about some Superman love. Yeah. Uh, I, I just want Superman is definitely better. Sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, I agree. 
Uh, I also think that uh, someone brought it up in the comments, Justin. I want to give a shout out that is one of my favorite bits, and that's when uh, you kind of do a quick recap of things. Oh, it's just oh, speaking very quickly. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> Trying a... to say as many facts about things as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a real fun kind of like put you on the spot. You rant about like something that you have knowledge of for like a, as long as you can. It's really fun. My favorite part of that bit is Alex is the one that always actually turns it on. We'll be talking about something. I'll be like, well, but that's not the actual backstory. And he'll be like, oh, really, Justin? Do you know the backstory on uh, Cable and Strife? And I'm like, yeah, sure, no problem. And then just <laughs> fun times. Fun times. Jason, what about you? You got a favorite life bit? Um, you would think I'd have a good one because I, I I'm going last, and I I, I should have been <laughs> <You> have. <laughs> I always producing this whole time. Always but I was this guy. I, no, but I was I was I, I'm because I'm going last. I should have been thinking, but I was so engrossed. Gotcha. In what was happening. No, but um, Kaya's real quick before I get to my my thing. Kaya's how to kill. She just said, "What can I ask? How did you determine is the way you kill Superman?" And just so I'm clear, that's a a series because you told me to me before. I didn't remember. I put it in the chat, but like um, it it was a series called How to Kill. In each yeah. episode, you would determine, or is that a roundtable thing where people would argue it, or you would just present it? So it's me um, hosting, me, diff different hosts can um, come on and basically the premise of the show is we go down all the different ways the character has died. So we do like Freddy, we started with Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers, all the great like horror oh, classics. Wow. And then we moved into comic books and started doing like all the different ways you can kill Superman. The Joker was a hard one for me to do. Um, well, how, do you, how, do you kill, how do you kill Superman? Oh man, this is a quiz. Let's no, see. Not, well, I mean, if, I mean, if you remember, cool. I wasn't trying to put you on the spot. Well, my favorite way, Mike. I mean, my, one of my favorite Superman storylines is obviously like the Doomsday one, um, when he comes back and just that death of Superman. And I, I know it's not the comics, the Injustice storyline, though, in terms of like the depth of what Superman stands for, was also very interesting. And obviously, I mean, everyone. Know, I'm trying to think of not the obvious, like kryptonite, take away the sun, like he's powerless and easy to kill stuff. But as far as like comic book storylines, the Doomsday one is just very good. Um, the only one else I can compare it to is like Bane versus Batman. It's just that level of, yeah, it's cool. So just the pummeling, just pummeling yeah, Superman. Turn off the lights, get some green kryptonite, and just go at it. My, Watch him with your bony little bones. My my favorite needed. reoccurring bit is um is um from uh I'll, I'll say the one from comic book club is where pete does trivia and um <laughs> and 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 he sort of he leads the person is it a is it b or is it c right <laughs> and um but only because we we i i saw your show and you explained the where that came from and i wept in my seat and I've never been the same. It's my favorite thing to bring up. And um, yeah, I just wanted to add that. I want to go through the full scope of emotions on tonight's. Uh, wow! Wow! Well, what wow. was the what was the answer that made you cry? I don't remember. <laughs> it was it was about it was about um, a situation he had in school where he had to get out of a certain situation oh, yeah, by yeah, asking yeah. something, and the person was like, kind "Yeah, of it's a, it's from it. true. It's from real life." Yeah, so I'm saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was yeah. awesome. That's really true. Um, yeah. This is the—is this your real life or the life you've hidden from us? <laughs> no, yeah, because when I was in uh, the special uh, classes, I used to have teachers have to read things to me, 
And if you stood there long enough with a blank look on your face, they would start to lead you after like the 18th time of reading you the same question. Uh, but yeah, it was just about, you know, the longer story was about me trying yeah. to. Yeah. But it's cool that like the, the bit is on comic book club. It's like the Homer Simpson, uh, witness relocation and they're like when i stamp <laughs> on your foot <laughs> but um that and i would say um hello newman from seinfeld another <laughs> oh, yeah, classic combination right heartfelt trivia story and hello newman <laughs> i mean it's great uh, company to be in legendary oh. Only other one, just because Agitato called it out over here on YouTube, is sucking on a cheesesteak. Uh, of course, <laughs> That's a good you one know it's, well. been a while. it's been a it while. It has been a while. It hasn't been that long. <laughs> wow. Uh, cool. Okay, we got one over here on Crowdcast. Another one for Kaya from Stray Bullet. Okay, since the guests are hanging out for questions, this is for Kaya: trunks or no trunks? Mm. Ooh. Oh, this like in on, terms of superhero costume? On no, Batman's? elephants. What? <laughs> <laughs> wow. On Batman specifically, I believe. Yes. Oh, I Batman. thought it was a Dragon Ball Z question. Ball Z. <laughs> These are all great options in terms of elephant trunks, but in terms of Batman, um, <laughs> oh man, no. I mean, no. I mean, I feel weird saying no trunks, but no trunks. I very much like sleek ninja, like trying to move, like any kind of thing that attaches to his silhouette. I like a sleek. Batman, like the cape that comes and attract, like attaches to him, that makes him seem like a silhouette of a bat. I'm all for that. Like the more sleek, the better. Nice. What do you guys think? Any differing opinions on trunks or no trunks? No trunks stick out. I've always said that. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Uh, This is the first stand up guy. Should I watch the Snyder cut if I haven't watched the DC any D? I assume any DC movie since Man of Steel. Uh, Eddie adds, also, I don't remember that movie. <laughs> I think... Uh, go ahead, Justin. No, you go. You have the uh, the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, what were you going to say? No, I was going to say, honestly, I can't imagine... I feel like you could start watching the Snyder Cut and every thought about anything in your life will cross your mind <laughs> while watching this slow-ass... This isn't the 22 minutes. I relive my entire yeah. life. Wow. In the whole in the first 22 minutes. So That's your life like, flashed before your eyes? Yeah, and it didn't even flash. It just like sort of slowly plotted along. Oh wow! And then I, when I pat, when I fell asleep, I was like, "Well, I'm dead now." Oh wow! <laughs> over. Uh, just to check, Jason, Kaya, have either of you seen the Snyder Cut yet? I don't think I want to now, but no, I haven't seen it yet. Okay. And Jason's watching it through the rest of the week. Yeah, I'm watching like uh, the miniseries. So legit, this is not an exaggeration. The first seventy minutes of the movie are insane nonsense and boring and all over the place and just a bunch of scenes that don't connect to each other. After that, if you really want to get through it, it does actually, there's some fun and interesting parts and some good action and things that I liked a bit. Cyborg is great, actually, like has a whole arc. It is really good and the heart of the movie. So that's very cool. But I'm not going to tell anybody to watch a four-hour movie because that's a significant chunk of your life. To get to the question, though, should I watch the Snyder Cut if I haven't watched a DC movie since Man of Steel? Um, Here's the thing. You both have to and don't have to. And the reason I say that is because the Snyder Cut, because there was no connective fiber, and that's the whole reason they brought on another director, and the theatrical cut is not good, but at least there are scenes that connect 
scenes of the movie, but also scenes to the previous movies where they're like, hey, do you remember this thing that happened in Batman v Superman? That's the thing that happened to my character. This is why I'm doing this thing. In the Snyder Cut, they just do that thing with no explanation whatsoever. I've seen all of those movies, but definitely I had to scratch back in my brain to remember is I think he's doing that because I think that happened in Batman v Superman. Like there's this whole sequence of Batman v Superman where Batman falls asleep in his chair and dreams of a post-apocalyptic world where Darkseid has taken over. There's no explanation there. It just kind of happens and all that stuff. But that is ostensibly his motivation throughout the Snyder cut. But I don't think he mentions it at any point. And then towards the end of the movie, the last half an hour, they go back to the nightmare world with no setup whatsoever so to that point if you really want to understand what's going on sure watch Bale of steel watch batman v superman but honestly even without watching those i don't think it's necessarily going to make more sense yeah i'd rather watch like uh, age of ultron again those dc movies are just not fun yeah. do you see what this guy kevin said in the comments this guy kevin <laughs> yeah it Wait says uh it says in the theatrical cut it starts with that. Uh, your life uh, flashes before your eyes in the Snyder Cut in Aquavans. <laughs> Got you. Nice. <laughs> Jason just laughs and laughs. That was funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Thinking back Kevin, on it. Kevin, they read it. Yeah, I mean, thinking back on it, I legitimately hate what happens at the end of Man of Steel, but there are some good sequences in there. Uh, Batman v Superman, did the three of us see it together? I feel like the three of us saw it together, but maybe I'm imagining Who are you talking about? Us three? Me, Kaya, and Jason, who have definitely been hanging out for a very long time. (laughs) It's time you guys know this. Yeah, we went last. Yeah, uh, that movie is just boring. It's just slow and boring. I, Did we see it together? I think In we IMAX? might have. Maybe. No matter. I don't know. <laughs> Man of Steel is that st- the one where Superman's son kills somebody with a piano. Or is that a different? <laughs> I'm asking for real. Uh, no, I don't think so. No. I don't remember any pianos. Isn't there? No, that's yes, Superman there is with Kevin Bacon. I think. Which one Ke- is that? That's I oh. think that's what Lex Luthor is in it. Kevin Bacon, I think, is in it. It's Superman Returns, I think, if I'm remembering correctly. Oh, the, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 The one everyone forgot about. The right. one where he has a son is importantly. Yeah. That's the only <laughs> right. one where he does. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> so bad. Oh, boy. Um, um, real quick, that reminds me. One of the last things that happened before lockdown is Pete, Alex, and I went to see uh, WrestleMania at the Barclays Center. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really? I was looking, yeah, I was looking through pictures, and I was like, oh, look, there's lockdown. And the ne- picture right before was the three of us at at WrestleMania. Or remember, it wasn't WrestleMania. It was, it was, it was Monday just Night Raw. Yeah. yeah, it was Monday Night Raw. And uh, I was like, what? <laughs> what? We were, we were, the pandemic was happening. and we were I, like, I 100% remember us talking about it and being like, ah, free tickets, but also we might die. Yeah. What do we do here? Free and then we're like, ah, I'll have another beer. Yeah, it was good. Uh, we got a question here from Scott Carpenter. I may have missed it, but what is everyone drinking? What's everyone oh, drinking tonight? Man. I did forget about that. I can start it off. I got this for comic book club actually the packaging is not great here i'll bring up the box in a second but a bronx brewery boom boom ipa oh boom boom yeah hold on 
the box is very. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's very comic. That's the comic font. Hey. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. What about you guys, Justin? Yeah, Justin, what's that 420 beer you're drinking, bro? Uh, a little Sweetwater Extra Pale 420. It's a good beer. <laughs> nice, dude. Pete, what horrible shit are you drinking tonight? Hey, I'm drinking Land Shark. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Coming at you from your bungalow in Key West. A little lamb shark, land shark in the air. I love Kaya, J- Jason, bits. what about you? Are you drinking anything? Or are you? I, mean, I have an embarrassed like I, this is what I drink. I have like, like extra large bottles. I love this. Bottle episode, yes. Well, for me, I knew it was a special occasion. I haven't been here in a while, so I brought out something fancy. Oh <laughs> so, shit! Back, it's actually no. It's actually uh, it's actually <laughs> jelly <laughs> bean. Sorry, that was uh, sparkling. Wow, I love how handy you have that. Can't wait till you pop that (laughs) for anybody listening to the podcast. It's a living living in like carrot tops backpack. I promise (laughs) you didn't want to know the way you pulled it up was very gingerly, like a magician completing a magic trick. It was really. (laughs) This is comedy. It's great from Josh (laughs) over on the podcast. Uh, since it's March Madness time, who of the hosts and guests would win in a game of horse? Ooh. Oh, boy. Who's got the hoop? I mean, I played I a little me. bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jason can have it. I, horse, I, 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 <laughs> like, that's the basketball one, right? That just shows mm. how unprepared I'm going to be. It's not. You guys, yeah. Here's the thing. It's all about the, you know, trick shots. That's true. Not me. Yeah. <laughs> just Pete, what do you up. think? You, you gonna... I think Jason and I have to go head-to-head horse. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take winners. Oh. <laughs> winners. Okay, confident. Yeah. Uh, great. You know, question. I was on the basketball team in junior high back when everyone was like 5'4". Yeah, that was my, that was my glory days back then, yeah. And I we got to wear wristbands if you were the player of the game. And I the Whoa. first game we had, this is at not in this is in like sixth grade. And they were like, we, your defense is really good. And I was like, this is a fake gift. <laughs> <laughs> but I got to wear the sweatbands for the whole next week. Uh, we only got a couple more questions here, so just to run through them. This is from Edward Doherty. It's been a few weeks since Kevin's quiz. If the three of you were to do the quiz again and be asked the exact same questions, would you be able to answer any of the questions? Not no. a chance. Absolutely no not. Uh, for anybody just tuning in for the first time, Kevin, one of our listeners. Welcome. Welcome. Kevin, one of our listeners, created his own quiz inspired by the quiz that the three of us have done. It's very hard. Yeah, it's very hard. And he, and he also, also lives with Jason. And he <laughs> and he has puppets, which I can't wait to see. Yes, good stuff. This is from Jay Sinison. Since 2020 showed that people would actually show up to the Joker's parade at the end of Batman 89, does that make the movie better or worse? Mm. Wait, better. Wait again? <laughs> the question is, since 2020 showed that people would actually show up to the Joker's parade at the end of Batman 89, does that make the movie better or worse? Mm. I don't know. I'll tell you what. I used to love that movie. That was one of my favorite movies. Doesn't really hold up necessarily. Uh, really? 
Yeah. I haven't watched it in a long time. How come? Because it's Michael Keaton? It's very hey, slow. Hey, watch your mouth. You know, everybody's good in it. They're all fine. Uh, but it's just, it's very slowly paced. Batman Returns, way better. At least it's fast. There's crazy stuff going on. It's Danny much better Vito, to watch it. Christopher yeah. Walken. Exactly. It's, it's funny you say that I had a lot of the Batman movie trading cards, which would like mm. go, sort of go like different frames from the movie. And when I would play with them when I was a kid, I was like, what is it? what he has like a tray and he's like you want to get nuts i was like what is this this is not superhero and then there'd be another scene with them like talking about something i was like none of these are fun cards <laughs> where's the fun That's so true did you were you collecting the mr mom cards instead <laughs> <laughs> oh man those are so valuable when he's in the park just like trying to figure his life out yeah man. i had almost a complete night shift set no nope. too deep Okay. Too, cut, too deep in the Keaton. <laughs> oh, no. I'm turning into Pete's quiz. Uh, all right. We'll do one last one here. This is for Kaya from First Stand Up Guy. Kaya, what are your top gateway anime? We kind of touched on that a little bit earlier, Ooh, but yeah. what should people start with? I definitely think everyone should start with, especially for here, uh, My Hero Academia. It's a good mm. superhero anime, and it, it really it ha- it has so much like comic book re- like it's just very good. You should watch it, especially if you truly love the superhero journey, the hero's journey. Um, that's an amazing show. Um, and the only other show I'd recommend like just to get into it, but only if you have the patience. I also suggest googling versions where you can skip the fillers. Is Naruto. Naruto is my oh. top favorite anime because it has one of the best stories from beginning to end. It's just it's just great. But definitely a more digestible show, My Hero Academia. And I oh, one more, sorry. If you guys just want to see cool colors and great art, um, <laughs> Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer, you can turn it on. Mm. It's amazing fight sequences. They really like someone swings a sword and you see like a whole animated wave of it's just, it's just beautiful. Yeah, it's really like looking at cool. like colored comic book panels. It's great. Awesome. All right. And that is it for your audience questions. Boop, boop. Boop. Now we're going to move it over to our next section, which is trivia. And for that, we're going to turn it over to Pete LePage. Pete LePage. Yes. Sticking around. I feel like we're holding you hostage. If you have to leave, you can go. <laughs> What's up? Well, we, we can, we can let them go if you want. No, That's I don't. What... I'm just saying, please stay. I just didn't want you to feel obligated in case you have. Yeah, there's um... only, there's only a little bit less of Sure. In case you have to pop a jelly bean champagne. Yeah. But no, I would I like to see... comments on this. Uh, that, oh, we do like have a hand up from Eduardo. Can I invite Eduardo and Pete? Sure, yes. I All would right, like to see Jason cry during this trivia when Pete says the answer. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, here we go. Eduardo's coming into the stream. I think everybody watching probably understands this because we described it earlier. But Pete's going to ask some questions. That somebody's going to walk away. Somebody, I don't know who, with a $25 gift card to Midtown Comics. Here's the thing. There's a lot of people. Hey. Hey. Hello, Eduardo. Hey, guys. All right. So Pete's going to take it away from here and ask you some trivia questions. All right. Uh, Today's trivia is on topical comic news. Yes. a small nod to the legend, Helen Reddy. And Sorry, I forgot. There's someone reminding me in the comments. I should say... We are being treated to trivia by the star of trivia himself, Mr. P. LePage. It's super excited to have him here. Um, we have Ed Sullivan here um, announcing him. Uh... And it's a really, really big show. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to read you the question. Listen to all three possible answers. 
get all three questions right, $25 will be yours. Okay, question number one. The Heroes Reborn cover reveal Marvel U without blank. Is it A, Avengers, B, Fantastic Four, or is it C, Ray Parker Jr.? So it's either A or B. We'll go with A. A is correct. Ah, Great stuff. Jason, I saw you rubbing your eye. I got you. Here we go. Question number two. DC (laughs) announced what comic to debut both in print and digitally on June 15th. This is the first time that's ever going to happen. Is it A, Static Season 1, B, Static Season 2, or is it C, Tony Planya? So it's either A, which is the only one that makes sense, or you can pick B or C. We're going to go with A. A is correct. Nice. Good. I spread the love. Everybody gets to participate. All right. Here we go. Last one. What famous band is getting a graphic novel written by the amazing Leah Moore? Is it A, Led Zeppelin, B, The Doors, or is it C, Joe Mary Payton? So it's either A, Led Zeppelin, don't Kevin already it, got it. Or <laughs> yes, B. Kevin drops it. Oh, I was hoping it was Led Zeppelin, but I guess it's B, The Doors. It is B, The Doors. <laughs> yeah. B, The Come Doors. Come on, little Family ma- Matters reference. Come on. <laughs> uh, great job. Congratulations, Eduardo. You have won a $25 gift card to Midtown Comics. Shoot us an email at comicbookclublive at gmail.com, and we will get that right off to you. Have a great night. Thanks, you too. <laughs> All Thanks, right. Uh, there we go. Now, as we all know, tomorrow is Wait, the I comic book. I just wanted book. to say, Kevin, oh, yes. correct. Right. It is the movie Disorderlies. Great. There's wait, this... wait, wait. Hold, hold on. Who is, who, who is the featured person, and what is Disorderlies? Wait, are you serious, man? The Fat Boys? The Fat Boys yeah, movie. the Fat Boys yeah. movie? Yeah, everybody yeah. knows Fat that. Boys are back, and you know they can never be whack? Are you serious right now? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I guess I am. <laughs> Come on, man. Um, Come on. Yeah, so uh, it was a it was a shout out to Helen Reddy, and as you all know, she had a cameo in the Disorderlies movie. Mm-hmm. I really think of it as more of a Helen Reddy movie. <laughs> sure, <laughs> I mean I don't know why you wouldn't. Yeah, as we all know, tomorrow is New Comic Book Day. We recommend you check things out at Midtown Comics. Do I still Did Jason say that? freeze or go to sleep? <laughs> <laughs> here unless of course we're talking about dc comics they're already out in stores so you can check them out now but uh what are you guys looking forward to or uh, kaya jason for you kaya what are you reading what are you checking out what are you particularly excited about now if anything i'm really excited for the falcon um winter soldier series that's really exciting just because like after coming off wandavision and kind of seeing like what a full season of like what that looks like is it's really cool in terms of comics um i i've been just reading a lot of the black panther stuff just because it, it just it's been cool to go back and check that out because i've been showing some of my dad some of the comics i collected and we've been bonding over that mm-hmm. um i'm trying to turn my mom into a nerd because my dad already is and once i get my mom into it it'll be perfect but yeah so i've been <laughs> reading, <laughs> i've been reading Never a lot played. of that yeah that's what i keep saying to her but um yeah so that's and as far as I'm looking for some horror movies to watch. So if anyone actually has any recommendations on that, that they're looking forward to that's coming out, I would love to hear. 
What types of horror movies do you like? Ghost stuff, slasher? All of the above. I really do like ghosts. I feel like a good ghost movie would be nice and like a good, maybe a good twist ending. I haven't seen a good twist ending horror movie in a while. Uh, I'll tell you what, it's not a movie. Oh, go ahead, Jason. But if someone recommends it to you and they say, hey, I hear you like twist endings, then aren't you going to see, you're going to know a twist is coming? A good twist you can't see coming. A good, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you blew it. Now people are going to recommend twist endings. Take it easy. Take it easy. Really, the ultimate twist is to recommend a, a movie with no twist that you just watch. Yeah. yeah, I'll watch and be like, "There's no twist in any of this," and that'll be the biggest twist. Oh, of all. Yeah, exactly. I got a good one for you. Um, the Snyder Cut. If you watch that, I there's the it's going to surprise you at the end. I promise you. Uh-huh. All four hours. Yeah. And Kaya, plug some of your stuff. What should people check out? Um, definitely always check out now this nerd. I haven't hosted for a little bit, but I always am in contact with them and and the series are always great. I know they're on Twitch now. Um, you can catch Andrew on there. And as far as for me, um, right now I'm just working on a lot of stuff that's in development. I can't talk about it too much, but stay tuned for some, I'd say, scripted content that makes a lot of comic book references. Um, so that'll be fun. Nice. Jason, what about you? What are you looking forward to and what should people check out from you? Um, I'm, I'm into the other history of the DC universe right now. Yeah, um, yeah. And um, but aside from that, I, I am looking for, I, I was way into WandaVision, like, you know, dying to watch it. For some reason, Winter uh, Falcon, Winter Soldier, I feel like mm, I'm going to let this marinate for like three weeks and like, watch mm. three two at least two or three at a time okay. i didn't catch it this week i'm gonna i'm gonna try and watch two of them this weekend and slowly chip away at uh snyder cut is a snyder cut or schneider cut it's schneider. not a schneider schneider schneider. Okay. schneider um uh. i knew i knew that but the um yeah that's that's pretty much it aside from that um people can hit me up on um uh, Instagram at uh, JNTNY or go to my website terriblejason.com where actually I'm about to launch uh, Terrible Media, my, my own production company. Oh, nice. And, um, so, so go to JNTNY at, uh, you know, or on Instagram and um, go to terriblejason.com and uh, some updates are going to be coming in the early spring leading up to like a, a something that's going to be interesting. All right, cool. And that don't forget, cool is, I'm just copying off of Kaya's cool secret thing. I just <laughs> just keep in touch with me, and um, you'll something will happen. All right, and <laughs> and don't forget to say Breaking Bad is better than uh, Better Call Saul. Don't forget to say that part. Oh yeah, hey, you got to drop your you got to drop your totally. cut. Drop your clip. Oh yes, um, my my so my my favorite um, Breaking Bad episode is. Um, the the one where uh, where Hank is shot by the the cousins, uh, that's a great one. Five five minutes, three minutes, I can't remember. And yeah. then uh, my my favorite, I really I really like the um, the episode of Better Call Saul where he and um, his old buddy go like scamming for the whole episode, and you kind of yeah. get that peek into like what Slip and Jimmy was like. I wish I wish I remember the names of the episode, but. People, people who know know those are two great episodes. And that episode um, like is actually very reasons. sad. That yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's it's still really good. It tells a lot about, uh, you know, James McGill, and you see the difference between 
McGill and Slip and Jimmy and Saul, and it's it's really cool. That's why it's so hard to pick out a, a favorite episode of that show because it really all is building so slowly to one final thing. Like, mm-hmm. I, I will say though that episode this past season where he and Jonathan Banks' character Mike Ernstrout are stuck in the desert together mm-hmm. is awesome. So mm-hmm. good, great stuff. Yeah. Uh, Justin, what about you? What are you looking forward to that is coming out this week? I think I got to give give it up for um, Alien Number One coming out from uh, Marvel Comics, uh, written by um, Philip Kennedy Johnson. I feel like I've been hyping him a lot lately. Um, drawn by Salvador Larocca, just uh, bringing the Alien universe to Marvel Comics, and man, it's a great first issue. Yeah, Pete, what about you? Uh, I, I don't know if I'm saying it right. Is it Barbalian? Red mm-hmm. Planet number five was really amazing. Uh, and Once in Future number 17. There you go. I'm looking forward to Ha Ha number three from Image Comics written by W. Maxwell. You Prince. would. I you would, would because not only is this written by W. Maxwell Prince, who writes Ice Cream Man that we love, but also the art this issue by Roger Landridge, who is awesome, did yeah. so much good stuff. He did... Uh, Thor book for Marvel. He did the Muppets. He did the yeah. uh, Walrus and the Carpenter thing that I'm blanking on the name of. Uh, that is an incredible comic as well. He's just a great cartoonist, and putting the two together is just sort of magic. Very coincidentally, all these comics will be reviewed at our Stack podcast that comes out Wednesdays at 9 a.m., both in the Comic funny. Book Club feed and also in its own dedicated Stack feed. And folks, that is it for our show. Woo-hoo. Thank you so much for tuning in. First of all, a big thank you to our guests, Jason yeah. Torres and Kaya Quinn, for coming on the show. Thank you very much. You both. For sticking out the for whole time. Out the entire time. So That's fun. amazing. Uh, a couple of things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no, stay here. Stay you here. have to stay. Where are we leaving? But you have to stay. Yeah. You have to host for the next hour. Next week's guests, we're going to have Paul Allure, the writer of the G.I. Joe comic that we've been loving so yeah. much, is going to be here. Also, Abraham Mustafa, the creator of Count, is going to be here at Indie Comic, so that's pretty awesome. A couple of other podcasts to plug, Riverdale After Dark, our Riverdale podcast is going every Wednesday night right after that show. Marvel Vision, our Marvel podcast, currently doing Falcon of the Winter Soldier every week. That's rolling out on Fridays. American Godcast just finished up Season 3. Episode 10, that is all live. Podvincible, our pod, our Invincible podcast, now launching, starting to roll out officially this week. Patreon.com slash comic book club to support the show. iTunes, Android, Spotify, Stitcher, or the app of your choice to subscribe and listen at Comic Book Live on Twitter. ComicBookClubLive.com for this podcast and more. Until next time, Better Call Saul is better. Good night. No! <laughs> <laughs> We'll be right over. We'll be right over, Jason. <laughs>